This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, you're young, you're black, you're successful. But are you a gentrifier too? Is it possible? What's happening in Sierra Leone? Why don't we know? And the father of modern gynecology mutilated and tortured black women. So of course someone built him a statue. What the fuck? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Are you ready? Born ready. Oh my God, let's do it, yo. I'm Hi. Black, I'm a black woman, I'm always ready. We're always ready, yo. <laughs> if ready isn't ready, we make ready. <laughs> Word. That's how we do it. Um, Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. Yeah, we, we are, are two womanist race, race nerds talking, talking shit over tea. tea. I am Queen. I'm Jay, and, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ooh, that was cute. That I was like that. really cute. Yeah. That was that. Like, we should use it as a drop and feed like on someone else's show. Oh wow, shit. we should do that. Yeah. We should do that. Like we should that. do that. How are you? I am. I'm actually good. How good. I'm good too. And I think it has to do with the eclipse. Okay, I that's feel fair. Great. You it, know, my it just energy. gave me a headache. Um, Did it? Yeah, I went outside. Everyone was outside. You know, I don't like when people like things. Right. L- <laughs> lots of people in unison enjoying one thing and you were enraged. Um, I wasn't enraged, but it was mm-hmm. just like, the fuck, get a life. Right. Um, and then it did give me a headache, though. I felt mm-hmm. like my eyes hurt a little bit. I didn't right, look up or right, anything, right. but it was just like. You know, I was looking at pictures online and I was like, yo, this shit is still mad bright. I don't know if it was just general paranoia. Me looking at pictures online. I was like, I'm going to go blind. Just from looking from at the, the online pictures. I don't know, man. They, they sketched me out a little bit. Strange. Yeah. I was threatened by one of my lovers. Okay. To not go outside. Don't look up. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Yo, as soon as you, when you told me that earlier, I was like, oh my God, I didn't threaten my lovers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I threatened my lovers. And then I was on Facebook and I saw my mom threatening my sister. <laughs> so we're just, <laughs> you know, you know those people that are afraid of things? That's us. Yeah. He's like, bear in mind, it's an eclipse. Yeah. So don't look go outside. Don't look up. I'm like, yeah. When I left my I house. I don't plan to. Like, left, but don't even look out the windows. I left my house this morning. I just okay. looked at the ground on the way to the train. <laughs> Wait, but the eclipse is not scheduled until Listen, the afternoon. I didn't Eastern have time. time. I didn't have time to figure out what any of that shit meant. <laughs> I know I saw rumblings. I was like, listen, I don't have time to look into this. I'm just going to look at the ground on my way to the train. All I know is that usually when solar eclipse happens, mm-hmm. everyone dies. Something okay. happens with mankind. Right. Like the Aztecs do some shit. Right. The Incas do some shit. Right. The Egyptians right. do some fucking shit. Right. And everybody fucking dies. You're right. So I was like, I'm You're staying right. in the office. Okay. Y'all can have this shit. I'm uh, good. Well, we made it. We're here. <laughs> and if you want to follow the conversation of this podcast, you can use the hashtag T with QJ. Yes. T-E-A with QJ. Yes. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. Use that fucking hashtag. We will retweet that shit. Yep. We will talk back to you. Other motherfuckers that are listening and enjoying will talk back to you. And like, it's a fucking party, yo. It really is a party. We mm-hmm. even retweet things when people are not nice to us. We do that we often, yo. Shit. Yeah, like, we do. We do. It's about the conversation. It is. And, um, you know, we're not perfect. So sometimes people want to tell us something. Hard to believe. But we're not. And that isn't that hard to believe. Like it I is get hard to why believe. you wanna believe that. Yo, you guys, if you think we speak highly of ourselves on mic, <laughs> you should hear us when we turn this shit off. Word. 
we think we are fucking amazing but no we do know that we're not perfect so um yeah yo so hit us with critiques or whatever the fuck you have to say also if you want to contribute to the growth of this motherfucking podcast what to do. even if this is your first time listening and you're like yo who are these bitches what is about to happen what you do know is that we are black women yep. and 2017 is all about giving your money to black women. That is all So hit us up on the PayPal. You can give us any amount of money at any time on PayPal at paypal.me slash T with QJ. Mm-hmm. We will take your money. We will appreciate your money. If you want to leave us a nice note, we will read that shit. Um, and we use all of this money towards the podcast. We're not like buying weave and weed. Um, we use our own money for that. Yeah, but it so, allows us to use our own right, money for that. Which is important and allows us to be empowered. Yeah, because yes. we want to keep the show going. Yep. Um, also, we are asking all of our listeners, if you do not want to give us like a lump sum or whatever, the PayPal or a small sum, whatever the fuck, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon. And all we are asking is for everyone to subscribe and donate $2 a month. Yep. That's $24 a year. And if we get that from all of our listeners, we will be able to do everything the fuck that Podcast we want to do this year. Podcast That's what we will have. <laughs> and we need it because we're fucking great. We just need to dominate. We are fucking oh, great. Oh, we hey, just need hey, to dominate. Uh, go, Titty uh, pop, shoulder uh, pop, uh, body uh, roll, uh, make uh, it happen. Uh, mm, mm. All right. I want to step now. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh. and so how do they do that where do they do that oh right uh yes <laughs> at uh patreon.com slash tvqj you got Ooh, it i pulled that one out my ass i did you not remember it. it with no lube y'all that's right um you can so we're asking everyone to donate two dollars if you are one dollar motherfucker we will take that we love you still we will appreciate yep. your twelve dollars a month a year we love that shit yep. if you want to donate we have people who give us three dollars a month who give us five dollars it's um, up to you yeah it's up to you and um that's like a recurring donation and we appreciate that we, or some people hit the paypal with 24 dollars in yep, one shot and so one thing, whatever yeah. y'all want to do um you can also go to our website teawithqueenandj.com and there is a donate button there and you can pick whichever option you want to use yep. and there's other ways to donate what can um, they do they can donate by sharing our show share with two friends two. um share a tweet share a facebook post um leave a comment rate us mm-hmm. um it just helps with the algorithm it helps people find us on the googles um the white man's google and that is a way of a non-monetary way to donate that's to right. tea with me and jay that's right yeah each one teach one each one motherfucking teach that's one that is. while we're telling you how to give us money we want to thank and give libations to those who gave us money do you mm-hmm. want to tell us what libations are? yes but first i want to say what? especially if you're a l- new listener mm-hmm. this episode is called a spot of tea yes um this is generally an episode where we do no segments no formatting it's just free form mm-hmm. um it allows us to have episodes every week because yep. this is a it's lot of upkeep just us doing it um and bitches be tired bitches be so this tired. is the way for the tired bitches to still give you stuff every week that's right and manage that because we're tired but we're not washed so <laughs> there's a difference there you go um libations you want me to say it you want to say it sure oh, all right what they are yeah libations are how we pour some for the homies mm-hmm. um pour some for the ancestors yep. um show love to the people mm-hmm. persons people and persons are the same thing yep. people places and things that give us black joy that's right 
That's so right. we like to big those up. Mm-hmm. Pour libations Absolutely. on the show. Um, yeah, so libations too. We had um, Sydney and Kristen, who I believe they both they both hit us on the PayPal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to pour libations out for you two. Okay. We appreciate that shit. Um, yes, they were. Oh, no. Kristen, subscribe to our Patreon. Thank you, thank you. And Sydney, who's our regular listener, hit us on the PayPal. Pal. Kristen may also be a regular listener. Um, I think I think that Kristen is. Um, but Sydney, we know she writes. Everyone a lot who of listens letters. is a regular listener. You're right. You're gonna listen and then not come back. Right? Our listeners have sense. I know. So yes, thank you two so much. We appreciate your donation. We fucks with it. Word. Do you have any libations? Um, I have libations for me. Okay. Um, I'm just amazing. And I'm not even like just like saying that. I'm just thinking about all of the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I masturbate about my over my accomplishments or right. over the work that I do enough. So like today I decided to just libate myself and Good. do that and masturbate. Um, for everyone else to hear. Hello. Queen is amazing. I fucks Queen with that. does good work. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. Take that. I fucks with that. Bad boy know? for life. Bad boy for life. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Take that. Uh-uh. Um, I'm going to be dancing all in the videos. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you do that anyway, though. <laughs> you do that anyway. I like to dance. Yes, yes, yes. I will add to your mental masturbation of yourself <laughs> and say that I'm glad that you're my partner. Yay! Um, yeah, so that's dope. Um, I also wanted to give libations to... Yo, speaking of us being two tired bitches but not washed bitches, mm-hmm. we had some challenges with the audio last week. Several of our amazing listeners brought it to Try our attention, attention. Yeah. right? Because so, I'm not listening to the show in the headphones. I just fucking did the show. And then I fucking listened to the <laughs> yeah. show and then I fucking edited the show. Yeah, exactly. So I we don't posted the again. show. Several of you were like, hey, there's a thing happening with the audio, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, are you, like, you sure? Then, I'm like, I'm sorry that that's happening to you. Don't contact me again. <laughs> Get out of my DMs. No, but I yeah, did, a few people hit us yeah, up. And someone t- slid in my DMs right. and was like, yo, whatever. So when I hit up Jay, you was like, so, I and was I'm surprised like, you did it because Jay is a stickler for sound like, i am if it's but it's, if it's not something like he, he mentioned it to me it was actually zoilo he mentioned it to me and i listened to it but i didn't realize he was listening in his headphones and i was just like playing it yeah and it was a difference there whatever yeah, yeah. so i i and i figured i would wait and see if somebody else mentioned it or whatever which they did yeah um, so when I bought it, he was like someone else, in my head like, in my mind i just know how jay fucker, is yo. i'm like someone told her this and she was like okay that's not yeah that's not what you right, do right so I was right like, right surprised. it was like, like it's not okay. okay what can i do about this let's just let me wait it and see like what what's next and it was like we had a lot of fucking going on last week um so anyway dom the big homie, the big homie, listener from way back. He sent us an email about the about the audio thing or whatever. This is after a few people had mentioned it, and he's like, "I researched online how to fix it. I fixed that shit. I have the MP3 if you need it. Let me know and I'll send it to and you." And then we we transfer like, that email. What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of super saiyan listener? 
what in the world anyway so Dom yeah thank you again really appreciate Um, that Dom is like one of the dopest listeners he always emails us amazing feedback and he is like photographer extraordinaire yeah Um, Afropunk is coming up Dom you going to Afropunk we met him actually I met him last year at Afropunk I didn't and yeah and he's been at he was at our pod and live event he was a photographer there Um, a lot of you have amazing photos from that that you've been using as your Twitter avvies and your fucking like Facebook avvies even though you don't talk to us anymore we still see you using oh, pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. It's at, it's at least one <laughs> or two of you that are on that shit. So you're, you're welcome, my nigga. Um, yeah. And so he also took the photo of us that we used for, for our, our Juneteenth, for our Juneteenth right, party, our last Juneteenth whole, party. Yeah, the party house party thing. inspired thing. Yeah, he's fucking amazing, yo. Yes. So thank you so much for doing that labor for us. Yeah. We appreciate it, honestly. That shit might not have got fixed if you hadn't. Done I it. will say that if it was up to Queen, mm-hmm. when it got fixed, right? I'm like, well, you know what? You just listen to it with one headphone, right? Sometimes you gotta struggle. Sometimes <laughs> shit happens. Sometimes shit, you know. This is what it is. It's what it is. Um, yeah. So libations to Dom for that shit. Also, thanks to everybody who came out to the Bonfire Radio Audio Festival. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you. We had an amazing fucking time yeah. on the roof here at Bonfire Studios. Yeah. Uh, food was eaten. Aris the chef was here cooking. It was fucking amazing. Uh, TK and Conscious and Charlotte Michelle put on an amazing fucking day. Yeah. That shit was lit. It was really great. It was so much... I think because we um, were supposed to do something else in the day and it got canceled. So it was like, okay, we could like sit and chill now. Um, we were and able to it, like stay and enjoy the day. Yeah, and shit, yeah. And, but then it became like this womanist. It was a black girl day, and yo. Golf day. It was a black was girl like, day out the ass, and there was a moment when somebody showed up and tried to make it not a black girl day, and a black and somebody girl was said, like, "Reclaiming my time." Here's what you're not gonna do. <laughs> reclaiming my time, and I was like, "Yes, reclaim your time." Yeah, it was. It was an amazing. It was an amazing, beautiful day. Uh, Money from Queer Walk was here, and she did her show live, yes. and like, I finally got to hang out with blew her. Out the water. Yeah, we got here, to hang I'm out. It was a dope fucking day, yo. Word. I took a picture with Unlocking the Truth. It I was know, rock I was, and roll. I called Jay a dweeb. You know, it was a great I'm day. I'm a total dweeb for those kids, yes. man. They're so awesome. <laughs> They're so. I talked to their mom. I'm, you're a dweeb. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I text Money, but I was next to her like, hey, uh-huh. Dreen, I mean, your name's not Dweeb. Uh-huh. is such a dweeb. I am such a She's dweeb. She's like, it's cute. I know. I love them so like much. Like a mom. Let her have her joy. I love them so much. Their mom was like, oh, so I'll just email you and they could be on the show. I was like, we don't have guests, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> For you, anything. Do what you want. Do you want to own the show? And you know you what, though? Their interview was really, really good. Because remember mm-hmm. we were talking and then um, you was like, are they performing or are they interviewing? I, like, I, right. I think they're being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who wants to interview teens? And in my head, I was like, what kind of ageist shit is that? Which I thought of because you're always calling me ageist. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Right, no, but because um, I work with a lot of young people mm-hmm. like so i was like yeah who wants to interview right 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 but they're but it was a really good interview did you watch the documentary breaking a monster yeah yeah I did. it's great mm-hmm. they're great how could you not know that they'd be a good interview from that they're still teenagers right. one the one who talked the most look unbothered the whole fucking time the whole movie <laughs> no not the whole movie like, oh, the, the whole, whole time, time he was there, there. he oh, sat down right. like why the fuck am i here that was like, the look was this right, right and then right. he was just like so eloquent no, and like had all the things to I, say they're like great it's like what kind of teenagers is this Yo, they're great. So unlocking the truth, they will also be at Afropunk. They have a new album coming out. They're releasing independently, and uh, so I'm fucking excited about that shit. Yeah. So libations to them. And uh, oh, you know what? What we said this libation yesterday um, at the Audio Fest, but I wanted to say it again now uh-huh. because Afropunk is happening 
now, like this coming weekend. Oh, yeah, we should yeah. say that. Right, right. So um, the Free Black Women's Library is going to be at Afropunk. They're going to be in the Black Lives Matter tent. So yep. they'll be at Afropunk Brooklyn, which is happening this coming weekend, August 26th and 27th. Um, so pass through the tent. Uh, do you want to tell us what the Free Black Women's Library so is? So the Free Black Women Library is run by a friend of the show, Ola, mm-hmm. who... Um, has a mobile library and basically it's books all written by black women. Um, in order to get a book, you have to give a book um, written by a black woman and then you receive a book written mm-hmm. by a black woman. She has about 600 books in the library. Um, she Every month she's somewhere else and mostly in Brooklyn, but she has done stuff in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really, really great. Yeah. She's really, really awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And I think... Um if you have been to Afropunk before, it's a it's a huge day. It's a lot of stuff going on. I enjoy having a little moment to like touch down and touch base with like some black women and black people and just yeah. kind of take a breather for a second because mm-hmm. it can get to be like a really hectic, um, crazy day. That's so if I you're Jay and you've been in mosh pits all day. I don't true that. I understand. I have a whole like just, three gets, hours of it mosh. It gets to be set. too much. Yeah, you was just in a fucking circle, <laughs> kicking and punching air. <laughs> Yo, it's the a whole. Fuck? There's a whole set on what is it? Saturday, Black Girl Day. Yes, it's like a whole like two, three hours. I know uh, it's yeah, about to like, be a yeah. fucking. That's mosh the day that sold out the quickest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm trying to figure out. Okay, what can I wear that's not gonna fly off of my body when I'm in this pit? I'm so excited. Anyway, um, yeah. Do you expect a mosh well, pit on Black Girl? Because I know because the sets that we're about to go to. Well, I don't know if you're gonna accompany. I've me already practiced my salange moves. Okay. Um, which means karate chop in the air mm-hmm. in a very forceful ways, Got like it. with purpose. Okay. Like, all right. If y'all can't see me, but you know what uh-huh. Yolanda does. All right. Well, Princess Nokia. Go ahead. I don't I'm going to do off. that the whole time. That's okay. my mosh move. Oh, it's the Solange it. moves. Got it. I don't know about all that jumping shit. Okay. Well, but I can, what you say to me? Right. Like, I could do that. Okay. So, <laughs> Princess Nokia and two other artists are performing at the Red Stage within, like, the same time Oh, the Red block. Stage is what we call the Ratchet Stage. Right. So, it's going to be boom, boom, boom. So, that whole, it's going to be, be a mosh pit. Princess wear, Nokia is definitely going to be a mosh pit situation. Or put them in your pocket. Before that set, put hanging yeah. things in your pocket. Yes. Yes. I think I might wear my contacts that day because I'm really... Yeah, you can't have glasses thing. on. No, no, no. I would definitely take them off, but I think I'll also want to see. So I think I'm going to wear contacts and I might yeah, actually wear like shades. That's what I'm like, saying that. I think you, would, yeah. you paid for something. Yeah, no, you're right. I think you would want to fucking see I'm, that I'm shit. I'm just planning. So that's I've been strategically planning uh, my day <laughs> and my schedule. Ableist thing ever. What? You, never, you seen that picture of... Um, Stevie Wonder floating around with him like with a camera in his hand and somebody's like this nigga ain't blind oh I did <laughs> and it looks like he's taking I did. a picture I think but he that was he's probably joking he likes to do that I know that I'm it's just funny. saying that yeah, would be yeah, you yeah, yeah. if you didn't wear your contacts yes cause you like to take pictures and stuff yeah absolutely them. right speaking of ableist shit I just wanna bring this did you have other libations no my okay. libation was me like <laughs> right yeah sorry you're done <laughs> right okay also we'll see y'all at Afropunk we'll yes. be there if you see us say what's up say give what's us up. hair give, give us a high five G Jay will drink anyone's drink. <laughs> you don't have to put me out there like that. I like to party. All right. Don't know. I'm not doing drugs this weekend. Don't offer me drugs. I'm asking you now because I do not have the self control to tell you no the day of. Okay, my nigga, do not offer me drugs. Anyway, not drink. Oh, well, now I'm gonna drink it. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys. This is that few Afro punks ago. We what? were like, 
with a group of white people enjoying some artists. I can't remember who. They were strangers. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, well, if in my life, obviously they're strangers if they're white. Right, yeah. Um, right. So. Alcohol cleans everything. There's no germs. You were nervous and everything. You just drank it because he offered. Oh, don't that's act true. like. No, that's don't, true. Don't act like you that's were like true. in the zone and you just no, drank. No, I wasn't The motherfucker in the zone. had one of them fucking, you know, the backpacks that have yeah, the drink with thing. With the straw. And we were all vibing, whatever. Oh, and he man. was like, you want some? And Jay was like, um. Okay. <laughs> and You're sip right. this motherfucker's drink. That was and facts. Was like, and I was queasy over that for a few days <laughs> in my head. I was like, no, I what shouldn't have fuck? done it. And I'm hoping, I don't know, bad things always happen to you. Yo, I've been peed she's on. She's been peed on. I've been thrown up on. She's been, yeah. Um, that year, nothing horrible. Oh, she did drugs and slept. <laughs> and I had to keep people from taking pictures of my friend high right. on a park bench. Needless to say, <laughs> I enjoy myself. I <laughs> now that I'm like reviewing your track record oh god y'all would have to stay home right cause you have no self-restraint you just <laughs> run around run around like a wild woman I don't think Afropunk is for you anymore now that I we like really sit and get to think about this I'm sorry it's funny cause it's true <laughs> oh god no I do have self-control I do I've never taken actual like drugs I've never taken. I know that drugs. you just like to quote we drugs because no, you're weird. right, you're right, you're right. But um, <laughs> oh god, sorry. Anyway, we'll see you there. Um, <laughs> no, what I wanted to say, you brought up ableism real quick, yeah. and this is our freestyle episode, yeah. so we can weave in and out of shit or whatever. We do what we want. We do what the fuck we want to do. Um, I was looking real quick. What are your pronouns? We forgot to say our. pronouns. Oh, my pronouns are she, her. Dang, I had a good one. Aww. Come back to me. Okay. Please. My pronouns as always are she, her, and not a lady. I'm a she and I'm a her, but I'm not a lady. Just like that's a serious thing. I can't remember. You remember yours yet? I had All a right. really like cute one. Oh, tell us later. Mm-hmm. Probably and yourself, because you're picking up yourself. No. <laughs> she, her, and, and queen. She, her, and Diana Ross's hair. That's cool. Yeah. You take that. That's my that's pro- nice. I'll just do that because I can't remember right. what the fuck I had. That it works. Like, that works. That works. That works. The eclipse that annoyed you happened today. Um, and there were a few things floating around on social media about the eclipse and like, you know, fear of people like going blind and shit like that. Um, and there was this one meme of Elmo. Elmo. Was he staring at the eclipse? Yeah. Right. And then he's staring at the eclipse and the meme says, um, this is me staring at the eclipse on monday so i can get disability disability. on tuesday or whatever right and so i was in another one of my like nerd groups that i'm in blurred groups was talking about how ableist that statement is Mm -hmm. and like how there are like people who actually need disability who have been waiting um for a long time to get it and just how it it's it's also there i followed some of those just to like get tapped in and i was like yeah i thought i thought it was like oh this is silly um and then as I was reading the like the meme itself is silly. And then I was as I was reading the uh, the commentary, just kind of getting some insight into like how ableist it was or whatever. Um, but just that and then just me looking as an outsider is also othering. It also says that, OK, everyone is able bodied. Right. And then I'm going to try and now become a part of like this group that I'm unfamiliar with and know yeah, nothing about. That has thing. these benefits right that i'm trying to get accepted in this group that has benefits this is a come up from these things like and it's like no they get these benefits because um them being disabled right like no one was like let me get on this disabled line Mm -hmm. so i can get this Mm -hmm. 
maybe and it's, it's not even always enough for you to even take care of yourself right. so like what is the benefit mm-hmm. yeah that was mm-hmm. that is fucking stupid yeah yeah so i just wanted to bring that up because people were it, it's it's like one of those things that people think is, is cute and funny and it's kind of floating around all over the place so mm-hmm. maybe like cut that shit out um so yeah stop that shit you know why this is random has yeah. nothing to do with anything okay but beyonce posted things on instagram today Oh, um, what are we doing in here? <laughs> and usually, when she posts, and I notice, like I tell everyone on Facebook or I tell everyone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there needs to be an app that alerts me when when Beyonce posts things on Instagram. I think you have so to do that. That's the no- the turn on your notifications. Oh yeah, they do person. have them. I'm gonna do yeah. that. Wait, I'm gonna do it too. I don't even know if I follow her. I think I, I do follow, follow her. her. Now. I started to follow her because she. I'm really weird about who I follow. If you post too much, I don't want to follow you. As I don't care how much I love you, right? How much I love you as an entertainer or okay. whatever. But she doesn't post a lot, so it wouldn't like be mm-hmm. annoying for me. Mm-hmm. So I think I might do that. Yeah, turn on. I'm gonna do it too. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it now. Yes, everyone. Together. Everyone, pick take up a your minute. Phone. Pick up your phones. All right, let's see. And if it's not, if Beyonce is not your jam, maybe fine. Because this is actually a part of self care. Right? Exactly. You're already on Instagram. Find, seek out the people that you really love and fuck with, and turn on your notifications so that you can see when, when that post, particular person posts. and it makes you happy, and you get that black joy in. Yes, let's you do get this that self care in. All right, let's turn see. on post note. I'm in Beyonce. Beyonce has 105 million followers. Oh my goodness, look at this. this she doesn't even follow her husband. <laughs> like, Why would she? <laughs> she doesn't even follow her. This dress is everything. Isn't it? See? That's oh why you need goodness. the alerts. Wait a second. All right, wait, wait, wait. Where, where is that? In the little arrow thing? What are you talking about? How do I get the alerts? Where'd okay, you so you go to the... Um, I guess I'll explain it to the listeners sure. too. Let me go to her page. <laughs> I like how you know how it tells you the people who are following you that are also following Beyonce. Yeah. 338 of my followers are following Beyonce. 213. That's amazing. Actually, I seen one of my friends like who keeps liking her pictures and one day I threatened her like can you stop talking <laughs> stalking my Beyonce, please? <laughs> like the fuck. Okay. So, on your Instagram at the top right hand side, top, top right hand side, mm-hmm. there's like these three little Oh, circle things yep. press that and then on the bottom it says turn on post lo- um, notifications I don't have that option block report hide your story copy URL share this me- profile send message you need to update your shit girl oh maybe look at you living in um right not 2017 That's February <laughs> that is weird you better update that alright I'm gonna take care of that cause this is this is Wait, maybe can I go to? Okay, we don't have time for you to be so oh, um, updating my personal. Yeah, we're not doing all no, that I wasn't here. about to update it. I was just <laughs> looking for. All right, everybody, update this shit. Um, yeah, so I like that. That was a nice little moment yeah. of self care. Good yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good so, shit. Good shit. It makes good me shit. happy when I see her post. All right, I fuck with it. You want to get into the show? You have yeah, some shit today. Let's get into the show. Get into this show. What you got? Um, what kind of tea you drinking? I of course. I'm a creature of habit, and I'm drinking my chai tea latte. (laughs) What are you having? I'm not drinking tea. I was going to make tea, but then I felt lazy and never got up to turn on the water. All right. Then I stayed here. Here we are. So um, I did drink seltzer earlier. I had tea this morning when I was Mm -hmm. at work. It was chai black tea. There we go. That's good. Good for you. Black tea is supposedly good for your memory and shit. So Um, I guess. Maybe. Sometimes I remember things. Sometimes I... Do remember things and say I don't. <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> Sounds on brand. That is on brand for you. So, um, 
there's been lots of talks lately about monuments being taken down. Um, there were some monuments taken down in the South. Um, I know overnight in Baltimore that they removed a lot of Confederate um, monuments um, and lots of other places in the South. So there was a protest this Saturday um, in New York City to protest a monument um for J. Miriam Sims, who is what a lot of Americans like to refer to as the father of gynecology. Mm-hmm. Um, this statue is located on 105th Street. No, 103rd and 5th Avenue. Oh, wow. I know where this is now, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where that circle is? Yes. Wait, That's, wait, wait. It's no, in the middle I'm of not that. thinking 105. I'm, I'm thinking closer to 125th. Oh, yeah. But it's like near where mm-hmm. it's I know where this this right, shit is. Right. And I've seen it since I was a kid, but I didn't know who the fuck this white man is. Mm-hmm. Um white white man was. Mm-hmm. Um so the statue is there. So uh, there was a protest to the parks department of New York City because people have petitioned to have it taken down and the parks department has said no. Mm. Um the reason why the statue is problematic and why um people want to take it down is because a lot of not even a lot. All of his experiments were done on black women, slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, he would rent slaves, women slaves, from slave masters to perform his experiments. And he would not use Anastasia. I mean, Anastasia. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is a fucking well, he Russian did, name. He didn't use that shit either. <laughs> he he didn't use anesthesia mm-hmm. um, because he felt black, as, as most white people think. And they still think now that black people don't feel pain. Mm-hmm. Um, we're superhuman. Yeah, all of that yeah. shit. Um, there is and superhuman and not human at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Um, this this experimentation that he did was you, when women give birth, sometimes there's tearing. Mm-hmm. So he did experimentation on how to repair that and other gynecological stuff that we still use today. But right. all of these experiments were done on about 14 black women who mm-hmm. were slaves that he rented um, without anesthesia. Um, a lot of these women eventually were not able to um, have children. They mm-hmm. became sterilized. And so I know that this neighborhood is predominantly black and Latina, Latinx. Mm-hmm. So to have this motherfucker that's like right in the middle of that mm-hmm. shit and you it's know. A, that's aggressive. That's a microaggression. A serious microaggression. Or and a fucking macro shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a macroaggression. Yeah. Um, to know that literally black bodies um were used Mm -hmm. for his accomplishments or whatever the fuck you want to call them well it's the come up right so everybody comes up off the backs of black women yeah like this is like literally off of the black Mm -hmm. the back of black women Mm -hmm. um that this man made a come up him and all of the right all of the women white women included that benefit from that research yeah and who still get better health care and better access Mm -hmm. and um are treated in a different way mm-hmm. than black women are. Right. We, 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 we are still treated like we don't feel pain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to bring that up just to bring awareness to that. And um, we talk all the time about the labor that black women do, mm-hmm. do. And this is to highlight why Jay and I say every day play Black, black women. women give black women give your black money. women your money because you owe us you owe us so you, much shit yes you yeah. in particular yes. you not not this white man who is dead but you, you because you benefit 
from the labor of black women and the abuse that we still endure, you benefit from that shit. And the way that white supremacy and the way that capitalism is set up is that somebody has to be on the bottom. And there's a specialness to white people. White people aren't just being like treated the way humans should be treated or fairly. There's a specialness to their treatment. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's not normal to be treated in the ways in which white people in the u.s in particular are treated with a certain specialness anyway yeah so i just wanted to we, we talk all the time about these monuments to people who own slaves mm-hmm. that we know of that we actually know own slaves and we talk about monuments of people who fought in the confederate army and lost there are many monuments of of white supremacy that aren't directly tied to slave master, slave owner, or civil war, or whatever, but these things still represent white supremacy, and right. they need to be taken down, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, now that I, now that I have this perspective, because usually when I think of these things, I think of, like, Confederate statues, or, like, fucking horrible-ass presidents, mm-hmm. or, like, these, those people, but I don't think about people, I don't know, in science, or mm-hmm. people who are pioneers in maybe social studies or psychology, right. all, these, all these other places that used me as labor mm-hmm. and people kind of, not even kind of, and people idolized them for their discoveries mm-hmm. and what they found and it's off the back of me. Like, mm-hmm. I remember being in college and when I was studying psychology and stuff and a lot of this shit was like credited to these white men but a lot of it is either stuff they stolen or stuff that they experimented on black people to get or some kind of marginalized anybody right. to get. And then we celebrate these motherfuckers and we're celebrating white supremacy, which mm-hmm. you and I know. But I think it's since the United States paints it so much as like either a southern problem mm-hmm. or either a slave owner and slave type of dynamic right. um, that these other pieces that are very intricate in white supremacy, we don't highlight, we don't 100% forget, but it's not at the forefront as to what has been woven here in this country. And white people like to absolve themselves from guilt by saying, oh, well, I was not a slave master or I'm not directly, my family didn't own slaves or whatever, but what part did your people play in this? And then for the motherfuckers who say their family didn't own slaves, you didn't own slaves because you was broke. Mm-hmm. like it wasn't because they made some choice to not buy a person right. your broke ass couldn't own a person mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and th- that was were, capitalism working were you niggas abolitionists no or? exactly okay, so like shut don't up don't say my family to say my family was abolitionist right don't say it wasn't family, then you was just a part of the problem just, like, yeah you, like you're not yeah like you didn't up. own slaves so maybe someone hired you to be overseer or maybe mm-hmm. someone hired, like come on right. you still contributed to slavery Mm -hmm. regardless if you own slaves or not so that's another thing that fucking annoys me why people are like well my family didn't own slaves because Mm -hmm. they was fucking broke they Mm -hmm. couldn't but if they could and they had the capital to do so they would have owned them some black motherfuckers period that's right like come on come on guys yeah i want i don't know like yo on some real shit now that you said that Mm -hmm. like I need someone to be like, my parents would have, like, my family was abolitionists. Like, nobody's fucking No one says ever that. says that. No one, no says one that ever shit. says that. Because those families have been destroyed. Yeah. Okay? Like, we don't know nobody, who those people are. Exactly. So, like, shut up. It doesn't matter that your people didn't own slaves unless you were abolitionists. <laughs> what were you niggas doing? You, yeah. You know? Like, fucking for real. I like that. I'm going to start saying that to people. Mm-hmm. Well, were they abolitionists? Right. <laughs> like, so what are you saying? <laughs> what are you What are you really saying? Yeah. You're not saying anything. You're Tina Fang us right now. 
You're not doing anything. Nothing. You're eating cake like a dumb bitch. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I just wanted to. I like that shit. Fuck it up. Talk about that. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it <laughs> up. Don't do that. I'm thinking I what? saw. That no, that's in my head too. Break it um, That's my shit. You, uh, break it up. Break it up. Hey, hey. Fuck it up, fuck it up. You were also talking about before we started recording uh, what's happening in Sierra Leone. Yes. So there is two reasons why this story sticks out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this computer is doing something weird. Take your time. We're just recording a podcast. <laughs> we don't have any time restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um. So, two reasons why the story sticks out to me. One, it's a country of black people. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, mm-hmm. one of the my like one of my first loves Aww. is from Sierra Leone. Um, cool. Actually, the first love. How do you have one of your first loves? <laughs> um, you can have one of your first loves. One of my first loves in you a romantic way. You can have more way. than one first love, right? I don't know. Anyway, go Shut up. On. That makes no sense. Listen, I don't know. Anyway, here's from Sierra Leone. So, like, anytime, like, I see Sierra Leone, I'm kind of just like, what's happening? Huh? Right, huh? right. What's happening over okay. there? <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, last week, um, I believe it was Friday. Don't quote me. Um, this article that I'm looking at on CNN doesn't have a date because Africa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't care when it happened. Shit is always bad over there. Yeah, Who cares exactly. when it was? Um, there were deadly mudslides. Um, up to 500 people, um, have been reported dead. Oh my god! Um, so it's horrible, like mm-hmm. really tragic. Tragic. Um, what is irking me about this is that I'm only knowing of this because of the twitters. Yeah. Um, I will admit that I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. In the, me neither. Like, so I don't. I mean, I don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's things happening on the news. Yeah. But um, I don't feel like they are. Um, I doubt it because I feel like we spend a lot of time on social media and I feel like Facebook being the ancient uh, yes, thing that it like, is, there yeah, would have been, been, been re- CNN reposts and stuff exactly. like, and I only saw Crown posting about it and she did that cause that's like who she is. Like mm-hmm. she just made her own post about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nothing. Yeah. So, um, which for me, um, like I said, I dated well i my next boyfriend of mine is from sierra leone and he was a refugee from sierra leone because of um the war that was there as far as the blood diamonds and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff and that's another instance where um sierra leone was kind of just ignored by the rest of the world so it's it's like this is happening again Mm -hmm. um yes it's a natural disaster but it's like how do you just ignore all of these lives being lost and um, act as if it has nothing to do with you? Mm-hmm. Um, that space is kind of where I'm just like, where it kind of makes me a little angry. Yeah. Um, there is no resolve as far as anything immediate. One, it was a natural disaster. Um, and two, that's going to take a lot as far as fixing infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of the burying has been like just in mass graves wow. because they kind of just want to um, not let disease and all of that stuff yeah. spread. And also, if you don't remember, a few years back, Sierra Leone was one of the countries that was um, stricken with like the Ebola outbreak mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Right. Um, so I'm sure they don't want to risk like, I'm sure no one has Ebola, that is, but they don't want to risk any other kind of bacteria or any other um, outbreak or sickness or something amongst the people. So that's mm-hmm. probably another reason why they did the mass grave thing. Um, 
Britain has donated money, mm-hmm. um, which I'm shocked. Um, they um, donated $6.4 million in aid to Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other ways that we can donate or who, if you want to donate. And I've looked for a few links. I have a few of them here. I will be honest and say I haven't done extensive research. So mm-hmm. we just always like to offer something. Mm-hmm. But we do ask that you do your own research to see if this is a something you want to give money to, how much percentage, all of that stuff. Right. We didn't do that research on, mm-hmm. but feel free to do that because I understand the importance of that for lots of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is the care, care.org. Um, the exact link is care. This will also be in the show notes for everyone. Care.org slash country slash Sierra Leone. So that's one um, website. Another website is Project Hope for Sierra C- for org slash donate and then unicef.org which always can kind of does things with um aid and water mm-hmm. um because they're going to need water did um, the u.s give anything hell to the no nah. right okay i wish i knew how to do that hell no nah. you know that thing <laughs> <laughs> if i remembered it i could do it i can't really remember, it, remember either. it but oh, yeah okay. like mm-hmm. hell no nah. mm-hmm. do you s- we have a president who looks at eclipse when people say, don't look the fuck up. Yeah, he did look directly into the sunlight and directly into the sky. And nothing happened because he's a fucking alien. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I hear you. You can still see. I hear you. Well, actually, what? He might go blind in like two years, right? Maybe. Somebody mentioned That's two years. That's not soon enough for me. Line. You're right. It's not soon enough. You're right. You're right. You're right. Then he's then he's gonna go down and get a monument because he's the first disabled president. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> not on my watch. That was a good one. <laughs> not on my fucking watch. That that was a good one. Thank you. Yeah, I try. Thank Same time next week. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Um, right. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, cool. Guess what the year 2017 is what is 2017 it is a year that we give black women our money yes your money your money for what i don't know but i know we are black women we are black women we produce content we do create and produce content and we would like your money that's right we would like your money so like she said it's 2017 we have a lot of plans for this year and we need your help to build and grow we want to thank everybody who's been donating to our paypal and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjay.com. Go to the no donation button. Press it and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back. We're fucking back, yo. So we were at the bonfire thing yesterday and there were some conversations as there always are amongst native New Yorkers about gentrification and Ray, Ray, Ray. Um, And someone that we know who is not from New York, he's not a native New Yorker, but um, has lived in New York for a very long time, was kind of talking about their experience moving to New York and how they integrated into the community 
and you know got to know the people in their neighborhood and da 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 and yet yet but you, like the way he started it was because mm-hmm. we were talking about New York and its evolution well not we but the panel was talking about New York and its evolution and how it's changing mm-hmm. and he started with well I'm not from New York so I'm a gentrifier right That's then what, he said all statement. those things that right, she said right, so when right, he right. said that me and Jay kind of was like Ooh. yeah like, yeah does he know what that you know what a gentrifier, gentrifier is. is, right? And so it, it had me thinking because I think that there's this habit um, with certain words, and we did so we talked about a lot about language yesterday as well. But there's this habit with certain words, um, gentrify or trigger or um, toxic. You mentioned yesterday mm-hmm. um, certain words that once they become popular, it seems like they are appropriated to mean so many different things things that they lose their relevance and they lose their potency. And I think that gentrify is one of those words that the more people hear about it, the less they decide to understand about it. Yes. And the danger in that is that it takes away the responsibility from actual gentrifiers when we start using the term to describe any motherfucker who's migrated from one place to another. Right. Um, and so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, okay, what the fuck is gentrification? What does it mean to gentrify a thing or a place or whatever? Um, just kind of like as a reminder. Um, so basically gentrification is the process is according to, uh, the white man's Google gentrification is the process of renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle-class taste. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's taking something, taking a neighborhood and redoing that shit to appease to motherfuckers that are not from, from that there. area. Yes. Right. Um, and so a gentrifier would be perhaps a middle class motherfucker who comes in and is looking forward to those changes or comes in in anticipation of those changes or because of those changes or to that neighborhood. comes in and enforces those changes. Right. Or comes in yes. with the expectations of the neighborhood that they're in to revolve around them right. rather than um, assimilating to the culture that mm-hmm. is already in that neighborhood before they get there. Exactly, exactly. So just um, the second part of that definition being the process of making a person or activity refined or polite. Refined slash polite, Mm -hmm. Um, which is what we see in a lot of our pre-existing neighborhoods um, in Harlem, in Brooklyn. They were not good enough as they were for people, for the for its new inhabitants, new middle class, mostly white inhabitants. And even Um, that middle, we don't have to be middle class anything. You just have to be white. Right. It does not. It's not even like this huge class Mm -hmm, thing mm because you can just be four white people who um all share the same apartment yeah you can all share a two-bedroom but because mm-hmm. you're white you deserve this extra this right, other right. privileges and, com- and this different mm-hmm. access and all that it's like yeah people that's another thing that i think people tend to do is to add to attach class to gentrification mm-hmm. like you could all you kind of really got to do is be white right and the community is then supposed to move and evolve around yeah. you, you right so you come in and you no longer like the way that that its inhabitants uh express or relate to noise and the way that they understand noise that's a problem yes. you know what i'm saying like everything is supposed to rotate around the way that it's new yeah, white inhabitants about experience ice cream the world noises. right mm-hmm. the ice cream truck noises coming into our neighborhoods complaining about the bodega cat who is there to keep the 
mice out, you stupid, stupid bitch. Idiot. Right. Like the fuck? That's why I'm so happy about the Bodega Cat Twitter page. Because oh, it's, it's like, bitch, like this is what it this is. This is a thing. Like, Leave us alone. Look right, at all right, of this right. shit. Yeah, every, like, yeah. come on, are you fucking Or serious? getting rid of the, the drum circles in Harlem. Um, um, or, or musicians in, in Brooklyn. Right. Yes. In Brooklyn, musicians who used to practice at certain times of the morning on the weekends or whatever. These are things that were existing in our neighborhoods beforehand. Before so when you show up and expect these things to change and conform to the way that you want to live in this neighborhood as opposed to the way this community has been existing, that is gentrification. Um, and so if you show up to it, it really is your relationship to that neighborhood. And I think that you can be white this here's because the, there's there's like I think two levels to this because you can be black and be a gentrifier. You know what I'm saying? It, it is your attitude and relationship to that community. Yeah. Um, I think that right. So then right. So if you show up willing to, as the person, our our friend who was talking yesterday, yeah. came in, got to know the community, and became a part of um, what was already happening right yes. in that community. That is not a gentrifier. You are not a gentrifier, my G. And so when you say that, it kind of... You just moved. You just moved, right, <laughs> like, right. It takes, yeah, else. it takes responsibility and the um, burden of acknowledging like what it is to be a gentrifier it takes that shit away from white folks who need to examine the way in which they relate to a community um in addition to that when we talk about can people of color can black people in particular be gentrifiers yes you can if you're if your attitude is oh my neighborhood doesn't have enough takeout places and we need this and we need that and your your attitude is to come in and either number one save a community because you think it needs to be saved or if you come in doing the same thing that many white folks do expecting it to evolve around your needs you know what i'm saying when does that happen um when does that happen i would say i feel, I feel like, like when that when people say that's happening i don't think that's what's happening i think what's happening is the gentrification is already happening mm-hmm. so a black person is probably like okay maybe i'll move here okay. because the neighborhood is changing and it's like oh, okay i do want to live somewhere that the city is now making safe for and now is creating this access for okay. and that change is happening because of usually white people mm-hmm. and then it's like well should i not benefit from these changes too i'm gonna move here like i don't i don't so you don't think a black person can no be i think they can in what ways though would um, you say then i think that i think the only way they can is if the way that you expressed it i just don't know of any ways where that has actually been the case right right i think so that, that's, and that's why that's kind of right so that's kind of what i was saying that i think that there are different dynamics when it comes to race right i think if you i think that there are people who come to a community and don't contribute to that community and so are they identify or are they just like a horrible person and on the block that's a good question yeah that's that's why like um, so then are you saying that the difference between a white person and a black person gentrifying a community, is it is it just race? Because if you're black and doing the same shit that white people do, because the thing with that is that people are going to experience the new black middle class, upper middle class neighbor like they're not going to experience that person in the way that, that they in the way that they would a white person. Yeah. Right. So changes are not going to be made to accommodate this black middle class mm-hmm. person no. because it's, it's about the optics of it right because yeah. it still looks like even though you're black and middle class and dress a certain way it still looks like it's still going to be marked an urban neighborhood yeah. or a black neighborhood to, with 
which motherfuckers don't care about when the garbage is picked up and don't care about like what happens in this community is that what makes it gentrifying and not gentrifying um, for me i think because gentrifying is something larger than people just move into a place there's mm. a lot of urban planning involved there's right. a lot of redlining when it comes to how real estate um brokers go about mm-hmm. giving people access to these places it's about the laws that go in place to now have more garbage cans on your block because these other people move like there's so much more systematically that leads to de- that leads to gentrification mm-hmm. outside of just the people that move in though to me the people that move in are just the front line of that gentrification process Mm -hmm. gentrification tends to happen 10 years before you actually see it right um so that's why for me i guess for me black people can't gentrify because there's Mm -hmm. so much systematic shit that is always usually with a white person in mind um to make gentrification happen to make those worlds turn Mm -hmm. um so nah nope i don't think a black person or people of color can gentrify Mm -hmm. a space because it is white faces that are afforded access and are treated special mm-hmm. and you're not your urban planning um to white 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 in this space yeah. is for that now if i'm a black person who has the credit and the money to live there then mm-hmm. you know i just happen to like get in and be in the mix right. but i don't think that um because there's so much before that creates gentrification mm-hmm. i don't want to i for me i wouldn't put that all on a black person as mm-hmm. if they like are responsible for that because right. there's so much whiteness and white supremacy involved in that mm-hmm. whole process mm-hmm. so for me no mm-hmm. a person of color cannot gentrify mm-hmm. neighborhoods right 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 i feel you i feel you i feel like a person of color and and i kind of do want to talk about black and brown folks because i feel like there are ways in which other people of color are able to um, blend and earn acceptance in a community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, in ways that black, and, physically black and brown people cannot. cannot mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so when we talk about black and brown folks living in spaces, I guess they can, I guess you can come in and be a dick. Cause yeah, you I guess be, you're right. Yeah, you're just like, because even be if... A dick. If you're black and you're calling, calling the cops on your black neighbors who have been there forever because they haven't allowed house party and it's like, you know... 11 o'clock at night then i guess maybe you're just a dick and not a gentrifier yeah that's why like kind of like what you opened this with like Mm -hmm. we have to really look at what the meaning of the word is and um gentrification is like this systematic thing Mm -hmm. it's not just this like social phenomenon that just happens right so then how do how do we talk about it as because it is it's a systematic thing but as white motherfuckers move into your neighborhood and expect the world to revolve around them how does it then become like an individual thing you, you know what i'm saying because while it is systematic and, and all of this planning happens well in advance i think that because well i'm about to answer my own question but because of the ways that white folks have privilege and mm-hmm. have power and the way that their voice and life matters in ways that yeah. ours do not and will not you can show up on monday and call the cops every day on your neighbors because of the noise that they're making at the at a time that's not comfortable for you and because you are a white person that shit will change yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah so you can put your imprint on a neighborhood and yeah, change but it that's because the it. system is still working for white people so yeah right, you're going right, to be right, a white right, person right. you're going to call a i mm-hmm. call a person every day eventually they're going to be like that's that crazy lady who calls every day right because i'm just still this black woman mm-hmm. so there's still 
a system in place that just right. makes sure that white people are comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the system that does that, but it is, again, brings the responsibility back to that white individual. And it's kind and of... And they're not going to be responsible. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're living in whiteness. The world does whatever the fuck I right, want. I'm going right, to be like, right. hmm... I have this privilege. Mm-hmm. No, no, Let no. Yeah, generally like, speaking, they're not. Right. Yeah, but, that, but what I'm saying, it goes back happen. to kind of what we were talking about. I think I talked about it here before. We were talking about um, one of my friends on Facebook calling the cops on uh, her neighbors because they were having like a party and it was a bunch of kids there or whatever. And just being mindful as a white person that you cannot just call the cops on everybody. You can't do that because people can die. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it is a call they out. They shouldn't to, do that. Right is what you should be That's saying. That's what I'm saying. They shouldn't you do should that. Not. Like, you're, like, believing in people too much. Right, right. <laughs> um, they shouldn't, mm-hmm. but they are because yeah. the world folds for them and mm-hmm. that's the world that they live in mm-hmm. um, even if they don't know it. Mm-hmm. So, you can be a fucking woman complaining about a fucking ice cream truck making a song at 8 o'clock. It's not even fucking midnight, bitch. Yeah. It's 8 and a p.m. Like, fucking relax. 8 p.m. in the summer in New York City. Like... That's like a everywhere else two p.m. in the afternoon. Eight o'clock at night in New York City oh, yeah. is two in the afternoon yeah, like, in Middle America. And you in, in in Harlem, right? Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like to me, out of all the bottle, all out of all the boroughs, Manhattan is the noisiest. Yeah, Manhattan is the one where like everything is open and late. Like it's mm-hmm. move to Queens, bitch. Move to Queens. Where there's houses and like the mm-hmm. corner store closes at well, eleven. Yeah, that's who. Yeah, that's whack. But um, yeah, even still in Queens and like other like neighborhoods, we still party until like you know. I mean, Queens is a little weird. Talking about the the whole the culture of the neighborhood. So yes, yes on my block there's sure. parties. Right, 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 but right, right, right. We still party. When I'm out, when I leave your house late at night, there's mm-hmm. still shit open. I leave true, my house late true. at night. There isn't. This right. is different. Mm-hmm. Manhattan is different. Mm-hmm. So if you want that, go somewhere else. Yeah. If you if that's your need, you don't make the whole neighborhood fold to you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Go sit in your house and eat some cake. <laughs> eat just eat some cake. I mean, just like close your eyes, eat some cake, and ignore the ice cream truck. Ignore the ice cream truck and uh, hold no personal responsibility for any of the horrible things that are happening around you. You know, but that's a, that's an important thing that you said is that the world folds for white folks. Yes, and so in turn, when it comes to quote-unquote white liberals quote-unquote well-meaning white folks it is your job to acknowledge that the world folds for you and like how are you going to relate to that what are you going to do about that you know and so yeah i think i think if you have if you are a gentrifier already let's say that shit has already happened Mm -hmm. you've already gentrified some shit just by showing up how are you interacting with the community yes are you expecting the community in the neighborhood to fold for you are you viewing noise in the community and people gathering on the corner as a problem in general and are you yeah are you blogging about bodega Bodega cats Mm -hmm. are you blogging about the guys at the corner store who played the dominoes mad loud Mm -hmm. are you know these are like stuff that people are just used to in the neighborhood and are okay with being there but because you're there now there's an Mm -hmm. issue like i don't Mm -hmm. even understand how that even happens are you looking at cultural phenomenons within these pre-existing communities as things that need to be changed as problems we're savages yeah We're not human. Mm-hmm. We're savages. And anything we do is less than. Right. So, of course not. Right. Why would you be outside right. 
at 12 at midnight playing domino and slamming the shits on the table because mm-hmm. how dare you how dare you relax in that way how and dare you enjoy yourself you must not have way. a job if you're doing that right and you must be like this fucking um scab on mm-hmm. the american dream and like you know all of that stuff meanwhile and that might, that might not be that direct thought but mm-hmm. that's what all of that stuff is meanwhile white folks are up all night watching all those fucking late night shows who watches those them then watch them at night they're awake i just feel like if you can like tina face tina face said mm-hmm. ignore all of this white supremacist bullshit mm-hmm. that is like cream that's risen to the top like this is at the top of the shit like everybody sees it now it's blatant i don't care what level of woke you are mm-hmm. you see this shit a white lady died she died at the hands Had of white hair. supremacists yep. like you see it so if y'all can eat cake and ignore that shit, you can eat cake and ignore the guy playing dominoes. Mm-hmm. You can eat cake and ignore motherfuckers' ice cream truck. You mm-hmm. can eat cake and ignore my fucking bashment up the block because we, right. we want to wind up and that's what the fuck we want to do. Like, mm-hmm. you can eat cake and ignore all of that shit since cake has that power. Yeah. Like, what cake the fuck? Cake kills everything. <laughs> Dry ass cake kills everything, yo. Like, so if it's that simple for you to ignore my impression, it mm-hmm. needs to be that simple for you to ignore um the things that make me happy right like what the fuck i feel you i fuck with that yeah so um black folks uh please stop calling yourself gentrifiers um it takes too much of the responsibility away from like actual gentrifying motherfuckers um and if you are a white person and you have not yet moved into a neighborhood that is gentrifying been gentrified probably about to gentrify or like you're just looking for a cheap place to live find a cheap place to live where's other white folks already so that you do not uh destroy exactly a community that has been existing and minding its own and business another reason why black people or people of color cannot gentrify is because when we move into your neighborhoods mm-hmm. we bring your property's values down and right. you get angry right so like there's no way that i have the power to move anywhere and change mm-hmm. the, di- the dynamic or the culture of any place yeah. i move to the suburbs because you tell me that that's a part of the American dream mm-hmm. and then people get mad because I make their property values go down just because yep. my black ass bought a house across the street from yours. Yep. There's no way I can gentrify. Mm-hmm. Like, now that I'm like thinking about all of this stuff, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. nope, I can't. Yep. I don't have enough power. Yeah, and when we do move to suburbs and find other black people, when there are like black suburb communities, quality ghetto and we're zoned out of things yeah you know what i'm saying we're zoned out of being able to use the pool that's in our neighborhood it's like oh no this is just cut for this many blocks yeah, that's over here. here not for you group of nigger houses over, over there, there. Like when my mm-hmm. mom lives as a gated community mm-hmm. mostly people have come when my mother first moved there it was mostly white people now 10 years later it's right. all people of color and people in that town refer to it as a ghetto mm-hmm. but it's like fucking mansions in right. that place it's not together it's just but black. because it's yeah. just it's just um it's not even just black it's like it's really nice because it's like every other person of color mm-hmm. is just there mm-hmm. like chilling right. living a good life that's great and all the white people left but um that's beautiful so it's like it's cute it's like mm-hmm. oh this is this is nice yeah. this is what the civil rights you know not civil rights but mm-hmm. this is what people have been fighting it was for. like the early days of co-op city probably I black folks started yeah yeah it was uh, a lot of jewish folks were there mm-hmm. and black folks started like coming up and the moving bronx in. generally was a, the bronx the borough mm-hmm. had a very huge jewish community period right. even the south bronx like I, this there was when i was a kid there's this old synagogue that they disbanded that was like on university avenue for like my whole life mm-hmm. and they tore it down like two years ago to build buildings wow. so 
those people who owned that synagogue just mm-hmm. never did anything all that time because the property wasn't worth anything because mm-hmm. now it's the South Bronx and it's a lot of black and um, Latinx people yeah. there so who gives a fuck and then when now it's worth something and they're gentrifying stuff then it's like okay that's so mm-hmm. you know I think the synagogue in Co-op City uh, yeah they, I think they're also gone now too I guess if there are no more Jews there I guess why still have a synagogue there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah they dipped out quick yeah, as I when I was a, like a high yeah when I was a kid it just it just turned into like you know they were old so mm-hmm. it was just like the elders that was still there yeah and then yeah and that was it no more white people yeah they leave when we come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm, that's so that's why like we don't we can't gentrify yeah like, I guess I guess I, I brought that up in the field as a native New Yorker and like us being um black women of our age in New York is very rare I think sometimes unless you know these people already it's rare to meet other for me at least to meet other New York black New Yorkers that but I are native yeah but i don't that doesn't mean it's gentrification no it doesn't but i'm just saying that it is um sometimes the way that i experience those people who have come here black people who look like me they are different from me and the way that they interact with my neighborhood sometimes are different and uncomfortable for me sometimes and so i guess i guess that uh there's an article by um Shamira Ibrahim that she wrote for Very Smart Brothers um, mm-hmm. about a year or two ago. And she talks about this dynamic of like black people and can black folks be gentrifiers and stuff like that. Um, and the new, she was talking about nuance and understanding while like I'm looking for a word to describe those motherfuckers that look like me, but interact with my neighborhoods as if it's a place that needs saving, as if it's a place that needs to be changed and cleaned up and yada, yada, yada. And like they interact socially with my neighborhood in the way that I would feel like a white outsider would discuss and interact with my neighborhood, even though they don't have the power or the privilege to affect my neighborhood in the negative harmful ways in which white gentrifiers affect my neighborhood Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i guess i guess i'm looking for in some way a way to acknowledge and identify that i guess they're you know they're a dick but they're a dick or they're a person who um has no respect like how do you like i've never lived anywhere outside of new york Mm -hmm. so um but I'm pretty sure people leave New York and go somewhere else and do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just a yeah, general yeah. thing of where you move from something different from what you're used to and mm-hmm. you react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be shitty. Um, but for me, and then maybe there should be some kind of word to talk about that. But for me, that's not gentrification because mm-hmm. it, like we've mentioned at the right. top of the segment, it takes away from what. Yeah gentrification right, right, is a systematic right, 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 thing right, 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 and it's this right, right. white supremacist mm-hmm. um thing that mm-hmm. gentrification has yeah. i wish that they would put that in the definition mm-hmm. that this is like like a systematic thing as far as neighborhoods and urban planning um with white supremacist ideals in mind mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. that's basically but i guess even how i just described it is the way that i often talk about like young black professionals like people who self-identify as young black professionals are often looking to they often a part of like self appeasing ad- right that. right appeasing white supremacy and also um feel the need to save our communities yeah. to save you know that that we're not living up to standard mm-hmm. because the standard is whiteness and yeah. the default is whiteness and so if we're not behaving in those ways that are white if we're not 
not standing on the corner or going to bed at a certain time. You know what's time. crazy? That those motherfuckers, because I have, um, London Bay is kind of like that. Because mm-hmm. um, we have, we grew up of different classes, different right. countries, mm-hmm. different classes, whatever. And he kind of has those sentiments. Like he lives in Brownsville. Like you live in the hood. Right. But he, he'll he express these things. But then like we'll be together. Like one time we were together, we were in the car and he had an apple and he like threw it out the window. Mm. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like for, I don't like littering. Mm-hmm. Like you hold that shit until you can f- get to a garbage yeah, same, can. Same, same. Um, that's one. Two, you talk about these neighborhoods and then you dirty the fucking neighborhood, mm-hmm. you fucking dickhead. Like mm-hmm. what, like, and that's usually those people who are like, we need to save this and we need to act like this when yeah. they're in these neighborhoods. They don't respect they it. They don't respect it. Right. Um, so that's why I'm like, they're just a dick or mm-hmm. they just don't have respect for yeah. these spaces because yeah. you he wouldn't have did that shit if we was fucking absolutely in, in midtown somewhere absolutely or in tribeca somewhere you would have held that apple in your hands that's right for the, all until you mm-hmm. saw a fucking until garbage you can. Saw a trash can yeah so when i brought that to his ten- attention he's like oh wow you're right i'm like yeah like don't do that mm-hmm. don't talk about this shit and then come here and dirty this shit mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. don't do that yeah yeah so that's usually the way in which, like you describe mm-hmm, a young black professional, mm-hmm. that's usually how they are about it. Right. So they wanted to, they wanted to raise the standard, but they don't really want to raise it. They just want to talk about how it's not meeting the standard, right. and that's it. Because they're right. not doing anything active to, and you don't even have to be like in the trenches and doing shit. But you, as a person, could just like not litter. Right. Um, what is your relationship to the community exactly. that you are living in? What is your relationship to that shit? Are you demeaning and degrading that shit? Are you thinking that you need to save that shit or are you really trying to be a productive part, part of, that, of shit, that? Yeah. You know, and learn and understand the community and its culture. And and that doesn't mean that there aren't bad things that happen in our neighborhood, but bad things happen everywhere. Every neighborhood. And so like also identifying like what is bad and what is culturally different. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, I think that's important. And again, nothing wrong with being young and black and professional definitely something wrong with identifying yourself as a young black professional as if you like a special nigger or some shit and black folks aren't like like if you're rare a rare fucking gem anyway <laughs> i'm a black gem i'm a black gem i'm, I'm a young black professional i need oh. things specifically catered to my needs because i'm not the average kind of black person <laughs> anyway <laughs> i um, really hate them people they're disgusting i hate them with love of course yeah they're, they're still black we still fight for them. Yeah, well, the love is unconditional. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, we what? got T-Mail. T-Mail? Um, What's T-Mail? T-Mail is where we get emails from our listeners, um, and we love it, and we decided to share them on the show. Sometimes people ask us questions. Sometimes people just tell us how amazing we are, and sometimes people tell us we're pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that is T-mail in a lump sum. Yep. Not in a lump sum, in a lump shell. What's that saying? Nutshell. There we go. In a, in a lump shell. I yeah, like, I was like lump sum. I like that. <laughs> I was like lump shell. That is funny. In a nutshell. All right. So we got some T-mail from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hey, girl. Um, if that's what your pronoun is. Right. Kristen could be a they. I'm learning. Or a he. Right. Yeah. Kristen says, hey, Queen and Jay. Hey, Christian. Kristen. Kristen. It's Kristen again. LOL. So cute. It required no LOL, but hey, that's <laughs> cute. I was wondering if Fences was discussed on the podcast, the movie Fences. If so, please share the title with me. I've recently watched Fences and first let me say Viola. Is it Viola or Viola? 
I thought it was Viola. Okay. Viola acted her ass off. I felt a way about her staying with him through the abuse. We all did, girl. Yeah. And it really bothered me. This notion of riding for men through all their trash really annoys me. Also, have either of you seen the actual play? Thanks for all the great work you both do with the podcast. Yes. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks. We did talk about fences. We did. Right? Yes. Now, I have not looked back at the episodes to see which one it was. I definitely didn't. Right. Jay usually does those But we did. We talked about it around the time that it came out. Yeah, we did. So if you looked... (laughs) Sorry, I'm throwing the labor back at you. Sorry. Kind of. Um, It's tag team. It's teamwork. Yes. If you look... If you Google when the movie was released and it'll be one of the episodes around that time because i think we saw it fairly close to the time mm-hmm. that it was released yeah, we did. um yeah so to be one of the episodes that was around that time we did discuss it and it should be in the show notes i'm sure it is yeah so we discussed it a lot so right it is, it right right so notes. even if, if you're on our soundcloud it'll be like probably one of the hashtags it'll probably be like a hashtag fences in there or whatever um, or in one of the like the descriptions or whatever, it should just be look in at there. The show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking in the show Jay notes. Jay is trying to draw a map. <laughs> I do that. Sorry, it's in the show notes. I'm mothering. Um, yeah. So that and I did. Did you see the play? No, I don't usually. I only like musicals. Really? I've noticed that when I go to see plays and they're not doing musical stuff, I get bored. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Because I'm not even really a movie person either. Right. Um, okay so like plays they're nice but um and then theater since actors have to act more it's a little bit of uh if it was a movie it would be overacting right yeah they have to overreact and you know everyone knows that i'm like weird and i don't like anything extra and and, but i understand why they have to do that so i'm not like why they're doing that like i get it you would have hated fences my g i know i would have because i saw it i saw it so denzel was on broadway so i had to stop everything and see that i brought my mom i brought my grandma i brought my sister um so i was like we have to do this uh Viola, that snot was flying. So Viola Davis and Denzel Washington were on Broadway. They did Fences some years ago. I was still bald, so that was like a long time ago. And um, yeah, snot was flying everywhere, yo. She did that to see that snot in real time. You know, she gets all emotional, snot be flying out her nose. I don't like moisture. It I was. I was like, I need she a musical. The extraness makes more sense when it's time. a musical than when it's like regular like a regular play with uh, yeah uh, i mean it made sense but yeah it would have annoyed you for sure i know um, i know my threshold for annoyance yeah and yeah mm. yeah no i feel you i feel you mm-hmm. but yeah so i did see it live the snot was flying denzel was amazing viola was amazing too but yeah it is sometimes hard to get past the snot um everybody was great i loved it i i didn't i don't personally i don't like um like adaptations of plays and movies mm-hmm. um i don't really like that either yeah yeah this one was i didn't mind the movie fences because i love denzel and so i could just i could watch him do stuff and you know it's fine um but, i didn't see the play but i mm-hmm. was annoyed kind of watching the movie because i don't like adaptations and yeah. i know the way plays work is one scene at a time mm-hmm. and more than one thing can happen at once in a play right um so it's always a little longer in the movie um and then it's like visually it's like i don't want to keep looking at this house I want to like right. be you somewhere go to the else. You see I'm tired other of scenes. being in this fucking backyard. Right. Like I want right. to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But that's how plays work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it is always strange when you adapt a play into a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
So I love the play. I'm trying to think of you know what's horrible to what? adapt into movies, poetry books oh. for colored girls annoyed the hell out of me. Right. <laughs> you seen that? Did you? I yeah, I think I saw that eventually, it like annoyed. within the last because I, I read the po- I read the book. I know of it. So it was like you know, mm-hmm. know whatever. That annoyed the fuck out of me because right. it was like. This is a book of poems. Mm-hmm. This is fucking ridiculous on this movie screen. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I just know my uh, my whole tap uncle texts me like Janicia. She what he calls me. He called me Nisi. Nisi. Mm-hmm. Not all black men are not bad. <laughs> like he had to text everyone, all the young women in his life that he loved, and be like, all black men are not bad. He was outraged by the depiction in this movie, and I was like, men are trash. Get out of my phone. <laughs> Um, I, just I was said, annoyed by it. There were scenes that were they were obviously saying a poem, mm-hmm. but it was like this is not how humans <laughs> interact. Right, right, right. With the world, to my knowledge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is driving me crazy. Yeah. And then Kerry Washington was in it, and you know how lip quiver. It's annoying. She's yeah. from the Bronx. Bronx stand up. Mm-hmm. How lip quiver is annoying. Yeah. I didn't know she was from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm okay with the. Quiver. I know that's why I had to say it because I also hate the lip quiver. So I had to say that to counteract yeah, to, all the yes, hatred. Yes. Yeah, I don't like the lip quiver. Oh, I like that. She's yeah, Bronx. yeah, she's in the boogie. Mm-hmm. Dope. Ow. Um, highlights real quick. Sorry about fences because Denzel. Denzel came out at the end. You know how you wait at the door. And they come out at the end and they shake hands with people or whatever. You said this that episode too. Oh, you go sorry. ahead. No, bass, bass. <laughs> you look like a like a fucking angel, yo. You really did. Anyway, my mom shook his hand. Um, that's a beautiful man in real life in person. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I saw it. Yes, I saw the play. It was fucking amazing. You missed out. Hopefully he'll do. If he's ever on Broadway okay. again, if you can, I'm, I'm talking to Kristen. I'm just oh, look, okay. I'm just looking at you because we're in this room together. I'm like, Sorry, I, I can do it. I know it you're fine. I know I'm you're okay. fine. Okay. Um, I'm not. Uh, what they call y'all, Denzel, Denzel, Denzelitz. So like he, yo, acts, shout out to all like the he Denzelitz. Acts like the same person yo. in every movie. That's we're not doing this today. Um, I can't. That's a whole other segment, and it's not true. Oh, he is, he does. I'm not doing this with you today. Do you want to read the next email? Our um, other email is from a regular listener. Well, all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Are regular. Um, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Um, his subject line is so cute. It's a pocket of black joy. Aww. Hello there. He's not British. I just, okay. when I see hello Neither there. Neither was that accent. So we don't have to worry. When I see hello there in a sentence. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Hello there. All right. Oh, that wasn't even English, but whatever. That's what I'm saying. This was originally going to be a lot more stress intensive, but after this week, I'm going to make this all about positivity and black joy. I would like to say thank you, Sean, because mm-hmm. I could not receive any other stress and intensive. Nope. <laughs> Stop. One, congrats to you both on reaching your Patreon goal. I'm excited to see what's next for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Two, congrats to Queen on her new place to live. I know you are having issues. Glad to see you are successful. Thank you. Three. Congrats on your first step, Jay. Don't want to put your stuff out there. Happy to read about your self-care. Hey, I've been going to therapy. Thank okay. you. I was like, I didn't know if I could. I think, well, I said it on here before. I know, but like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You be like acting private about shit that you tell everybody. Well, <laughs> so That's why I need therapy. <laughs> um, as for me, I survived the Midwest wedding. More on that next week. My bosses fired a problematic racist inclined idiot. Yes. And I got a sectional couch for forty dollars. Winning! Wow, that's great. No, yeah. When I read this, Sean, I'm not gonna front. I was a bit jealous because I just moved. Uh, and I a couch. Such a thrifter. Um, yes, 
Forty dollars. The fuck? No, that's a big deal. Um, that's I was twenty each section. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. Um, I was. This is Sean. Also, I'm reading more of the letter, mm-hmm. guys. I was inspired by your story two episodes back about trying to find better products for Black skincare and healthcare. So I took the same time and made this list. It's 26 Black-owned companies that focus on POC and their skin slash hair needs. Feel free to share it among your circle of friends or where. Whatever you feel it's appropriate. And then he made he sent us the Google Doc. Hey. Um, we're definitely gonna put that in the show notes. And he color coded it red, black, I and know. green. So I noticed cute. that when I um when it was in the drive. So cute. Um also he shared it with my I posted something on Facebook. You know how I had this initiative where every month I wanted to donate either time or money to a mm-hmm. black woman um cause, mm-hmm. business, whatever. So I fell off of that because I was looking for a place to live. Right. And he put that in there too. Like, here's some black businesses. <laughs> Nice. Do your thing. So he's like doing the work. Um, love and power from the lower west side. Gotcha, Jay. Sean. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's it's any between her and Sean. Yeah, that was an inside joke. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Sean. Yeah, we'll put the um that list, the Google Doc, in the show notes. I'm excited about it. I probably we probably share it on our Twitter and our and our Facebook also. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We gotta get that out to the thank people. Thank you so much. Yo, thank you for doing that labor. Thank you for organizing. Yeah, us, I appreciate yo. that. So um it's fucking lit yo um, i think we show. did a bumbleclot show yes it was fucking dope um i want to say thank you again to everyone who has been reading and reviewing us on apple podcasts um i noticed when you share our apple podcast link that shit still says itunes so which is it okay decide you're gonna be itunes or you're gonna be apple Podcasts. like what are y'all about to do i just treat it like white people treat black names and name it what the fuck i want to oh. so it's itunes okay all right well <laughs> um thank you everyone for your reviews and do we have any new reviews this week no we don't we don't we, we don't, don't. so reviews. we would like to revisit our favorite review on that's right itunes that's right this is our favorite review we got one star <laughs> and the title of this review is we can do better, can do better. by mad orphan oh he's so angry he's or- an orphan he's an orphan you're right so i get your anger um Overall, parents are overrated, though. They are. <laughs> Just want to put that up there. Also, possibly my dad wrote this. <laughs> but anyway, bad review. Mad Orphan says, Overall, your topics are great. Your voices are great. You are both very knowledgeable and inspirational to our sisters. Sorry, our sisters out there to who may want to jump on the podcast train. But to accuse a man of rape and say you know he's a rapist uh, regarding Casey Affleck because he's wait to say you know he's a rapist because he's a rapey oh because you know because he's rapist like is dangerous and the fact that you consistently talk about white people lost me you seem to spend way too much negative energy on them when that time could be spent on quote better topics each time you would grab my attention, you would then quickly lose me. Like I said, we can do better. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga. Oh, gosh. I appreciate, I love the dramatic reading of that. It has to be. I feel like if you start to audition for like acting roles, yes, that that yes, should be one yes, of your yes, monologues. Yes. Well, I, I was doing, I was trying to channel my Luke Cage 
voice. I was trying to channel my inner respectable black He's like, man. Crispus Attucks. Right. <laughs> nigga. And all you see is a nigga. <laughs> Young man, I am the only good black man in this neighborhood, and I need you to understand that you need to be like me. I stop because bullets. Because Harlem is full of nigger tree. And I stop and bullets I am, with my black body. And I stop bullets body. with my body. And I'm the only good one here, and I'm from down south. Now I'm going to put on Pull my up hood. your pants. Pull up your pants. I'm gonna put on my hoodie. I'm taking care of the shop. That's an old Pop left this shop to, to me. Trayvon Martin. He was a bad person, but Even I'm a good I person. I still get shot. I don't understand that shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you, Matt Orphan. Keep that shit. Keep bringing the hate. You should leave another review. You, you know what? We might put your review on a t-shirt. It's just that fucking good. Should, I'm gonna tattoo that shit on my thighs. <laughs> okay thank you i'm gonna get it like cut into my eyebrows <laughs> i fuck with that if you would like to leave us a positive or hate-filled uh misogynoirist review you may leave that shit if you go to apple Podcasts, go to search, search. tea with queen and jay hit re- hit well hit the page or whatever you'll yeah. hit our see our podcast hit that shit Go to reviews and leave a review. We love that. It helps other people find our podcast. It makes us more noticeable. And that's really what the fuck we need, yo. We need yeah. to be noticed. Eventually, out-cha. I would like to quit my job. Oh, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at some point, I want to grow and do other things. Yeah, for real. I fucks with that, yo. Yeah. I would also like to quit my job, yo. She doesn't really like hers. I don't love it. People keep coming to my desk. <laughs> I actually like that job. Me for stuff. Yo, I had to talk to a vendor today. I had to call somebody on the phone and say shit related to work. I was like, this is this is bullshit. Oh, I do that a lot. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I mean, I, yeah, I could be doing it a lot. I don't want to. I just want to do this and uh, things related to this and things related to breaking down white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Yes. I want to hear one thing that I really like to happen at work. Sure. So we're at work. And I work for a nonprofit. So they were talking about, I guess, people who have donated in the past mm-hmm. and how we want to they want to give them awards at our thing. The man who owns this organization is a white man. And he's like, um, we have to make sure we don't give these awards to a bunch of white men. Mm-hmm. And then the person he was talking to was like, but it's mostly white men who donate. He said, so then we need to redirect who we're. Right. Um, I guess advertising mm-hmm. our org too to do give these donations. And I'm at my desk like, ew, ew. Mm-hmm. And I go back to type in and he's like, but yeah, when we give out these awards, make sure we're not giving them to a bunch of white men. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. It's kind of, it's nice to hear those things versus what you could be hearing. Versus what you could be hearing <laughs> at work. work. <laughs> like, I didn't like that one. I don't like her face uh, when the black model comes in. But anyway, that happened. never happened to me. So this is an amazing show. We did a great job. Black Lives uh, Matter. Black Lives Matter. You can follow the podcast on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn app, Google Play. We're in all those motherfucking places. We will be in more places shortly. Um, please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, rate, comment, all that shit. Thank you to everybody in the SoundCloud comments. Um, yeah, yo, libations to bag ladies, always in there with the always comments. Thank you there. so much. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. Who else is always we in the comments? We also appreciate their podcast. Check out the bag Oh, ladies. yeah, we love them. I really, really like their podcast. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Um, libations to, oh, Cocoa Bread. Is, she, is it Cocoa Bread? 
I think it's Coco Bread. Yeah, libations to Coco yeah, Bread. She's always commenting. Yeah, she's always commenting. Who else is always commenting? I'm missing somebody. I'm horrible with names. Yeah, Afro oh. Daily. That's another podcast. He just be driving <laughs> in his car talking. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Sometimes it's problematic, but it's really just a guy in his car talking. So, like, he doesn't profess to have a whole lot of information about shit. He's like a truck driver. <laughs> I fucking live for you that know shit. What it reminds me. I of? live. Have you listened a little? Yeah, I have. But it makes me think of the sketch of the woman on a living color who just knew all the gossip. Yes. Yes. But you ain't hear this from me. Yo. It reminds me of that. Some days I live for that shit. It's really just a motherfucker in his car talking shit, and it's and it's really like about topics of the day. And so, like, if you're looking to hear, like like it's kind of what we do even though like you know we analyze race and shit like that it's just really a motherfucker talking about how he feels that day and he is in his car while he's doing it driving Driving. and sometimes he's like now what is this lady doing (laughs) (laughs) somebody i enjoy it yeah somebody not driving correctly or something i love it so shout i believe his name is jason so shout out libations to jason and check out uh afro daily on soundcloud um and sometimes the hum of the car while i'm working that shit is soothing i'm like doing invoices anyway <laughs> that's my own thing um okay all right social media stuff yeah so we are on instagram and twitter and that is at t with qj please follow us there um we like people to follow us because mm-hmm. then we can take over the world and end white supremacist patriarchal hello you're gonna help us or not nah? word mm-hmm. um we also have a tumblr and a facebook page mm-hmm. that is t with tea with queen and jay you search those things and you either like or follow those pages we have a website tea with queen and jay.com um and that is a website i don't know what to say about that okay <laughs> all right um and send us t-mail um I'll, yeah we are always open to that we love it um tea with queen and jay at gmail.com i do ask um it's just for my um self-care that if you are sharing a story that is traumatic or that has like violence or like um rape um the the typical indicators of Mm -hmm. something that may be a story that would involve negative emotions if something stressed you the fuck out and that's why you're writing us just warn us at the top of it hey Um, just a quick warning you know sometimes me and jay just text the email because we're like we get the alert and it's Mm -hmm. like we're out having brunch and we'll just look and Mm -hmm. then there's just like oh like you know this they'll just help us to always be in the right space when those things happen because we do like to receive those things um i'm just worrying about you know my Mm self-care um yeah i like the access but i want to still be able to have a way to filter that for my well-being and jay's well-being because hus is important also Mm -hmm. um okay we did it yes all right tags Black Lives Matter, say her name. Stop killing trans women. Stop fucking killing trans women. Yo, I want to say something real quick. Just remember it. I wish I said thought of this before, but we're at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Corey Gaines. Remember, Mm -hmm. she was murdered by the police. She had her child with her. Remember? They said it was a hostage situation. Corinne Gaines? Was her name Corinne? Um, Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Horrible names. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Mm -hmm. Um, It came out over the weekend that she the story was that she was holding her son hostage or something right. like that mm-hmm. that was a lie mm-hmm. the police said that that was not a part of the story um and the reason why i'm saying that was because there was a lot of massage noir attached to her story and i was like why would she have her kid and mm-hmm. why would she keep her ki-? you know like she's yeah. crazy why would she keep her kid in that environment and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. that wasn't even the story um 
So I just wanted to make sure that I said that here because right. we did speak about her story. Right. And that's an act of misogynoir. That's an act of violence um, against black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that I had said that and got that out there. But yeah. that proved to be a lie that mm-hmm. she was holding her son hostage or whatever. However, they tried to create that story as if she was this crazy black woman yeah. um, who was trying to rage war with her child mm-hmm. there. That was not the mm-hmm. truth. Great. Yeah. Fuck any fuck. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Um, disability too white. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Why I stayed. Um, what else? Black, Black Panther so lit. What um, else? Uh, my favorite hashtag. What hashtag team with QJ? Hey, we don't die. We multiply. I used to say that a lot. That you look like one of them <laughs> girls that would say that. Oh my! God. Did you write Baby's Kids? I really enjoyed the movie and okay. felt like I could have been a part of you that. You connected with them. Yeah, okay, I, I got you. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Why not start off in comedy? Huh? So when I hit big, nobody knew nothing about me. Nobody knew nothing about me. Nobody knew nothing about me. Nobody knew when I started off in comedy, little bitty old ratty nightclubs, black folk come in. That's all I had. They listened to me when I wasn't funny. And when they got through listening, I was so funny, they pushed me all the way downtown where they couldn't afford to come see me. So I got to go back. Mm-hmm. I have to go back. That's why I'm always listening to the phone book. Don't have no bodyguards. Mm-hmm. And so this is the game. And so when you, you, you sit and you see that, you don't have to be validated by nobody. I mean, there was a man in black publication, Dick Gregory was listed with the top 100 black folk. Never. But here's a book out that says 1,100 people who made America. This is a game. And once you get tied up in the game, so what's what's your legacy? How how would you like to be remembered? I don't see you keep preaching back to that bullshit. Okay. I know who I am. And if I voted for myself or something on the tombstone, be simple. He had no hidden agenda.